Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again from Las Vegas. Today, you'll meet the mayor of Las Vegas, who will discuss a myriad of topics affecting anyone who loves Vegas, whether a resident or a visitor. In the first of a two-part conversation, the mayor chats about Vegas in 2018, as well as what's ahead in the upcoming years. Next, have you ever wondered what people really think of risque topics? In a truly only in Las Vegas segment, you'll meet the folks at The Cheeky Truth, a new YouTube series that asks random folks on the strip some rather adult questions about subjects ranging from body part size to the importance of height in your dating selections. It's all in good fun, but it may be something to watch after the kids go to sleep. Then Brett Maley is back again explaining how art may be the perfect investment for folks that love history. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, talks all about the Palms and its effort to recapture its style and edge from its heyday back in the early 2000s. We're going to let you go, okay? Okay. What are you going to do now? I thought I'd move out to Las Vegas. My heart is crying, crying. Vegas Never Sleeps is a show aimed at visitors to the city of Las Vegas. And whether you've been to Vegas once, occasionally, or visit several times a year, you're always interested in what changes are coming next. And what better person to ask than the mayor, Carolyn Goodman. Mayor Goodman has been mayor since 2011. She's the wife of former mayor Oscar Goodman, also known as the mob's attorney back in the 20th century. She was easily re-elected in 2015, and just like her husband, is an incredible ambassador for the city. I caught up with the mayor in her office and discussed everything Vegas. Here is part one of that conversation. Can you imagine being the mayor of a major city that brings people from around the world, not just the United States, but around the world, and yet the changes seem to be so fast, it's almost unbelievable. It's not like some major cities like New York or San Francisco that have been around hundreds of years. Every time I come here, it just seems to explode. And we're fortunate today. we got the mayor with us today, Mayor Carolyn Goodman. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mayor. Thank Uh, you for having me. Love it. The changes that go on here, are you sometimes fascinated by how quickly things change? It seems like there's, you know, you talk about growth. This place is growing every time you come. Well, I have to tell you, there's no place like Las Vegas. It's the best place in the world. Um, I've been out here since 64 as a young newlywed, and there were less than 100,000 people. So you're asking me, with 2.2 million people down here now, the change, it's been incredible, and every day is so exciting, and we can do anything, eat anywhere, see the best entertainment, have a great time outdoors. No place like Vegas. All of a sudden, this is a big league sports town. The hockey team? In your your opinion, 
My husband was on that bandwagon <laughs> starting in 1999 and coming both of us from the East Coast, where there are so many different sports you can pick at any time, whether it's horse racing, which we had here at one point in the 60s. Um, football now is coming, and of course we've had a uh, minor league farm club here in baseball. But we've been trying for ice hockey since 99 and NBA, and Las Vegas has grown. It's a very different place, and we got them all coming, and they're going to get in line to keep coming. Well, you got to be proud, because who would ever think that it would have turned out as well as it did? I mean, not only is the team winning, which nobody expected from a first-year team, that is good. but they seem like they've done everything right. I mean, this has been a wonderful thing for the city. Well, Bill Foley was very smart. Before he even in, went forward with this, he was down here at City Hall with his team of potentials to talk about it, and he did not make a bricks-and-mortar investment. He came in, he worked the town, he met the people, he put some feelers out there, and then he uh, leased the T-Mobile as he was making his team. There's still no money put into this other than the advertising and entertainment that he was doing to get the heartbeat of the city and know who the movers and shakers were to talk to. But now he has put in a substantive amount of, uh, with his building in Summerlin. He has a great practice facility. He has really encouraged his team, his president, his manager to get out there, get involved in the city, have the young kids involved, and and I can't tell you, this entire town is electrified here in the dry desert by ice hockey. And football's coming next. Now, this is going to be a different kind of owner. I mean, I know Al Davis uh, was an eccentric owner, and yet he uh, loved Las Vegas. But now his son made the dream come true. How are you going to be working with him trying to do the same thing? I mean, it's, the NFL is a whole different environment in the sense that, you know, the world's been looking at that. And there's always been this fear about gambling, but apparently everybody's gotten over that. Well, it's because gambling's all around the country. I mean, it's always been around the world, but legal gambling is around the country, which is why David Stern of the NBA said, never, we will never have an NBA team in Nevada, ever. Um, but Al Davis, Al and Carol Davis, when we first came here, used to stay at the Desert Inn and visit the different hotels, and I met them with this little rotten kid <laughs> who happened to grow up to be Mark. Uh, and my days working at the Riviera Hotel. And so to see it come about, because Al was a consummate uh, captain of what he was doing and just loved, loved his sports and loved football. And so it's wonderful that it's coming here. It is different. Um, of course, we're hopeful we can get the stadium built by 2020. Um, and, but being down off the resort corridor down there in the south, a lot of that momentum is going to stay south of the heart of the city, which allows us in the heart of the city where all roads connect to develop the culture and our medical district, which we're doing. So we really feel with everything happening, it's just another, well, we have the Aces, too. We have the women's NBA yeah. here that's come. So, And we also have USL, the uh, lights team that's come here to play soccer. And so we're just in all directions, all sports, as we do for everybody. We do all things for everybody. Well, you mentioned Stern with the basketball thing. Mm -hmm. I think you might
might change his mind. Maybe well, he should go to see a nice as you know, he's been replaced. He retired, and mm -hmm. uh, Adam Silver's a good friend. I text him all the time and say, we're ready, we're ready. And he, we have summer NBA team league out here. It's been hugely successful. And uh, absolutely, I know it's coming. Probably the WNBA is a test to see if the women's league can make it worthwhile. But I know he keeps looking at it. There is no place like Las Vegas. And, of course, don't forget NASCAR. Now we got two NASCAR races forever. We had the one in March, which we just had so successful again. And now we're going to have a whole nother um, time out at the Speedway in uh, September. And the, um, the rodeo. I mean, we do everything. Every, you can't imagine. There's nothing. And it's 24-7. That kind of speaks to what happens in the city, doesn't it? I mean, it's more diversification. You know, people say, what happened with Atlantic City and so forth? But here, you've got so many other things, and, you know, gaming's always going to be a part of this town, but this entertainment's exploding here. We talked about sports. It just seems like everything goes on here. Is that the idea to constantly keep ahead of the game, to keep people coming and looking for all the new reasons to get them to come? I think you're absolutely right. Everything that we do is we're always looking to the future. You know, we're testing one of the first places to be testing the autonomous vehicles here. We are growing probably second Silicon Valley coming here because the state in Nevada has no income tax. We are not underwater like our neighboring state. Um, and so there's so many advantages here to have that excitement and that momentum. But we are always restaurants, uh, the entertainment. We're always looking to what's coming, what can we do better than we're doing it now, and because we are a close-knit family of residents here, um, we really can make things happen, and because we're a 24-7 town, that also gives us added momentum and ability to work together, who cares, at 2 in the morning or whenever it is, as we're planning for the future. The new hotels, we're having the World Resorts building uh, 5,000 rooms coming in. Uh, we just got new ownership in our stratosphere that's coming in, already excited about the things downtown. And right adjacent to City Hall here, we have the Cultural Center. Plus, we have the Cleveland Clinic LaRuvo Institute for Brain Health and this medical district that's coming on board. Plus, we have the combined, probably the largest wholesale furniture mart in the country, which is our World Market Center and North Carolina, High Point, North Carolina, that has these wholesale shows twice a year for accessories and wholesale furniture. So all the time we're doing something. And I, I always tell everybody, hate to sleep. Cannot wait for the next morning and what we're doing and what are we looking forward to. It's unending. It is so exciting. Plus, we have Lake Mead. We have the greatest hiking you can possibly imagine uh, out at Red Rock. And we have more golf courses than you can shake a fist at. So life's good. You'll hear more from my conversation with Mayor Carolyn Goodman in a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. I got rhythm, I got music, I got my gal who could ask for anything more, I got daisies in green pastures. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. free. 
the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you know anyone suffering from pain? Get pain-relieving thermoskin braces and TEN therapy at little to no cost with private and Medicare insurance. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. 800-256-1143. Use reference code NCR9715. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. Use reference code NCR9715. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Can a voice be so big, a passion for creation so great, that stardom would only get in the way? 20 Feet from Stardom tells the story of background singers who weave their magic 20 feet behind the big-time stars who get all the credit. Here at last are the voices who have enriched our lives without our ever knowing their names. Did you know that the talented Crystals didn't sing their hit song, He's a Rebel? That was Darlene Love, background singer extraordinaire and uncredited ghost singer of many hits. We also learn here that one of the most famous vocal riffs in rock and roll history was sung by Mary Clayton, awakened late one night by her manager, looking for a singer to belt out a powerful hook for a bunch of boys from England who turned out to be the Rolling Stones. In fact, the film suggests that the most memorable riffs in the soundtracks of our lives were likely invented by background singers. Sound preposterous? Trust us. You'll want to see this tightly woven and informative documentary. Its entertainment value is reward enough, but the bonus is an introduction to talent that deserves way more credit than has ever been awarded them. Up to now. 20 Feet from Stardom. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. 
Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to my one-on-one interview with Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman from the mayor's office in downtown Las Vegas. Let's get back to our conversation. Well, and you mentioned Resorts World. Now, I've been coming here for a while here at it was building up, it was, the, the building was in process, and then it stopped, and that was a symbol of the recession. It must feel good to you to see some of that, that entire area now. There's cranes there, it's working again. Is, is that finally like that recession now yes. passed? Well, I mean, we're still coming out of it. There are residuals. Um, you know, we were the leading state in the country in foreclosures during that recession. We managed to stay afloat, but we tightened our belts. We had, you know, laborers had to go to Canada to uh, go ahead and, and get work. But now there's so much work. I'm nervous about can we keep up with enough housing for the workers that we need they are going to want to come in here. One of the most important things is our weather. When you look around this country and the natural disasters and the extreme weather, um, and here we are day after day in the 50s, (laughs) 60s. We had one day of winter in somewhere in December. And the rest of the time it's been in the 50s and 60s. um, And it's just, it's beautiful. Well, and that makes, like you say, businesses want to come. One that interests me, this thing, Hyperloop, which is up in North Las Vegas. Yes. That could lead to a whole boom, I would think, in this in that whole industry there. I mean, if you start getting people getting from Los Angeles to Las Vegas well, in a half what hour. They're doing, what they're doing with that, that's a testing um, mm-hmm. mechanism right now. But the actual first uh, Hyperloops in California, the second one they are looking at to do somewhere in Virginia, North Carolina. And so they haven't yet gone into the point of deciding they're going to do any permanency here. Yeah. And as you know, there's talk to move on speed rail and speed travel between L.A. and San Francisco. And um, so, you know, we get an awful lot of of, uh, developers and new ideas coming in here because that's what we love. And uh, but we want to make sure they've got their feet solidly in the ground and we know what we're getting into. Well, I know you're always thinking ahead. So as 2018 comes along, you had a couple of bumps in the road, unfortunately, at the end of 2017. But the community itself really came together. I mean, let's talk about the tragedy that happened in October. But it was heartening to see the city react as quickly and as strongly as they did. Well, we've been trained. We go back for training at Emmitsburg, Maryland, federal emergency management training, natural disasters, man-made disasters, and terrorism. That's what you train in. And so uh, while it was horrible, it was a horrible experience. And for those families who lost someone or those who were there, those who were wounded, it's forever. It's forever for them. And uh, But for us... Um, you know, it could have been so much worse had we not been working already with law enforcement, our first responders, and the governments knowing what they were supposed to do. Through your training, you are told this is your job. You do that. Do not go somewhere else and get in somebody else's work. But uh, what came out of it was a huge bonding in this community. And this healing garden that was created uh, came out of that. It's most magnificent. It was done by over 400 volunteers down in the heart of our arts district 
um, trees that were planted, big mature trees, one for each of the 58 victims, uh, beautiful flowers, a remembrance wall, and then things that happened in four days. And uh, then from that has grown a more permanent structure. The city gave the land for it. But people who, my first call was to give blood that night and that morning when we were on the TV all the time. But then all the blood banks said, stop, we don't have the technicians, we don't have the equipment, you know, all the blood has to be cleaned and examined and um, please don't do that anymore. And then when you told these people who've been in line for hours wanting to do something concrete, not necessarily money because you had this feeling, I have to do something, this is so tragic. This healing garden came to be and people worked through the night and whether they were putting in a stone or cleaning and raking or helping set up the uh, podium area. It was such a healing um, opportunity for them. It was beautiful. That must have been the most difficult day of the job, I would imagine. That had to be rough when you, when you hear about something like that because your first thought is, okay, what can we do to you know, kind of stop, uh, stop the pain? Well, I got the phone call probably about quarter of 11. I think the incident started shortly after 10. And as we do, um, <coughs> excuse me, the, um, I got a phone call from our public information officer. There was an active shooter, but we had been trained that don't automatically just, you have to take care of that, but there could be other incidents going around. And at that point, they weren't sure it wasn't a terrorist issue or not. And um, I live a block and away from the only trauma, one unit in the state, a block and a half. And uh, I was supposed to go into, I got dressed because I was fast asleep. And I got dressed and I waited for the next piece of my role and it didn't happen. And so I got impatient, that's what I am. So I called directly to the sheriff on his cell phone, thank heavens for cell phones. And I said, I live a block away from trauma, shall I go over there? He said, please hung up and I spent the night there and oh my you can't I can't even oh it, it was horrifying and uh, when I've been back at the US Conference of Mayors which I go to twice a year um, in January uh, they asked me to speak about it and preparedness and everything and the one thing I concluded was every single community in this country um, it's not if, it's when. And you need to be prepared, and you need to practice, and you need to have a policy, and you need to practice it and practice it. And two, you need to have a crisis fund set up. So important. And I cannot tell you, as I have repetitively been back in Washington, D.C., people who were at, the, at that conference and heard that said, Mayor, as soon as I got home to my city, that's what we started to do. We looked at what, where were we, how were we in our school districts, in our university, in our parks, in our big government buildings. And uh, it is. It's, it's a very hard time for us all. And so much of it recently, of course, has always been the individual. Uh, hasn't been the terrorism and the awfulness of 9-11. Um, it has been a lot of natural disasters with uh, earthquakes and the storms, these flooding areas and the horrible snows that they're having right now in power. So it is, you know, it's a different day, it's a different time, and yet we're good people. We are good people, and it, it does bond us all together. So Las Vegas has been resilient, and um, there's, there's a warmth among the entire 
um, family here, and we, we just love it. And yet we continue to go on and have our conventions and be proud of our entertainment and the fact that we're a tourist attraction. You'll hear part two of our conversation with Mayor Carolyn Goodman next week. I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport, and right next to the new home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You can get it all, great lodging, great food and entertainment at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Coming up, you'll meet a guy that decided to produce a show asking questions of visitors about subjects that may be a little personal. It's called The Cheeky Truth, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. We can go on together with suspicious minds And we can build our dreams on suspicious minds So if an old friend I know And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Not all good films are about pretty people, because art has many faces. Some films search deeply for redemption in the malevolence and cruelty of life. Art need not shy from the ugly. Tyrannosaur certainly does not try to make us like Joseph. A widower, he lives alone and rails against the world. He kills his dog in a drunken rage, losing his one friend in the world. We may charitably hope for some good in him, but little is apparent. Still, because people tend to seek out their own, Joseph is inevitably drawn into the lives of his broken neighbors. He gets involved with Hannah, whose sadistic husband claims to love her despite his cruel and tolerable debasement, and Joseph's 13-year-old neighbor Samuel, who, with an emotionally absent mom and a loud-mouthed bully for a stepdad, is clearly going to get hurt. Instinct may demand Joseph's intervention, but he has his own problems. Tyrannosaur is a brutal story about a brutal man in a brutal world, the tough English neighborhoods of Leeds. It is a starkly realistic film that digs deep, searching hard for light in a dark, dark world. This is not pretty art, but it is worthy and surprisingly satisfying for those who dare to look. Tyrannosaur, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you know anyone suffering from pain? Get pain-relieving thermoskin braces and TENS therapy at little to no cost with private and Medicare insurance. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. 800-256-1143. Use reference code NCR9715. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. Use reference code NCR9715. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week 
What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! Budget! And you know it's super... To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You remember the first time the internet came around and you got to play and you started surfing around and you just went back and forth to different things? And then you remember when YouTube came on and how great that was looking at all sorts of videos. Well, we've got a guy on that I think has a fascinating thing that you all got to visit. It's called The Cheeky Truth. It's on YouTube. Very easy to find. And it's one of those things. I looked at it. I got started with it, and I, I went through about 20 of these things. They're great. So let's bring on the genius behind this, Brendan Stone Street. Brendan, the cheeky truth is such a cool idea. First of all, kind of in a nutshell, kind of explain to people what this is. Uh, so basically, it's a, it's a street interview show where we ask males and females cheeky questions, cheeky being like an Australian or English word, meaning like risky, like sexual type questions. Yeah. And our goal behind there uh, is just to kind of get the truth on taboo type subjects. Well, what I like about it is, you know, so many of these things, I've seen things like this before, and they overproduce them, and there's way too much. Yours is just, it's, it's very clean, very well done, and very honest. And that's what I like. And it's short, which, which actually is appealing. You can go through a number of these different things. Do you find that in Vegas, it's pretty easy to get folks to kind of tell you things that they wouldn't tell anybody else, they end up telling the world? 
it's the funny, the hardest thing is to actually stop the person. But once you stop the person, they'll literally tell you anything that you ask them. It's, it's surprising what people will share with you in the world for that matter. Do you get a lot of people that refuse or are most people ready to jump in? It's, it's kind of like a sales. It's like walking up to someone and A, stopping them and B, like being on camera and then B, convincing them to ask the type of questions that we ask. So uh, the longer I've done it, the better I've got at it. But now I could pretty much ask anybody anything at the drop of a hat. Here now is just a taste of the cheeky truth. All right, guys, welcome to Cheeky Truth. I'm Brendan. So today's question is, do girls like facial hair or nice and shaved? I, li- I like a little facial hair, a little rugged, you know? Rugged? Yeah. Like how rugged? Like, I mean, this looks pretty good. I literally shaved this morning, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely stubble. And why is this? Because you don't want it to be too grungy looking with a whole beard and too... No scruff is like a baby face and they look like they're 12. Mustache. I love mustaches. Love- mustache? <laughs> yes. Why is that? They're so cute. Every guy I've dated has had one. I like it really shaved. Very real soft. Yeah, so that way when they kiss you, it'll be soft. It won't scratch your face. Hey, Mark. Yes. Where's your husband? 26 years. He's there, right there. Too. Can, we, can we see the husband for a sec? Come here, Dad. <laughs> so is that a good look? Uh, maybe a little more shaved. Did you Not shave? everybody on there is completely drunk or like, like an idiot. You know, on a lot of these shows now, late night TV, they do this stuff. But yours is different. I mean, they got that nice variety. And with these type of questions, at least me as the viewer, I want to see the variety of answers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we try to do. And I also try to keep it clean and professional because it is kind of taboo. It is kind of out there. And you want to keep a professional name because I do want to do other things down the track. And I don't want this jeopardizing my name or my reputation. Yeah, I like that because what I liked was, you know, kind of looking at some of the questions like, oh, there's going to be a lot of really dirty language. And there really isn't. I mean, you're talking, you know, it's that clever way. It's like the way Seinfeld used to do it, where you can talk about something without getting vulgar, yet everybody knows what you're talking about. And it's kind of like a forbidden fun. Because realistically, everybody around the world does what we're talking about, but no one really talks about it. Nobody really talks about it honestly either. Well, what's fun about it, I learned something very sad about, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of questions you have out there, just different things where they're just kind of general knowledge questions. And the sad part is one of the things I learned out is almost everybody knew the average penis size uh, across, the, across the world, but they don't know how many stripes there are on the flag. Very, very disappointing. Yeah, although what the Civil War is over. Yeah, it's, it's pretty shocking. It really is. But the fun, well, well they're all fun because I suggest doing some of the taboo ones first and then you go back and forth and it's re- it really is fun but uh, you know I, I saw you do uh, one of them like we, we talked about that does size matter and what's what's interesting is you really get this thing people everybody laughs and so forth but it's something obviously to me anyway everybody's thought of yeah absolutely and like when have you ever read a magazine or seen an article where it says like size matters it's always you know, it's the way to use it, it's the motion of the ocean, but I know for a fact that after 100 interviews asking that same question, it matters 100% to most females. Well, yeah, part of the problem is if life hasn't worked out for you that way, this hurts a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never felt so self-conscious in my life after doing the show. Well, you know, the other thing that's funny is a big conversation seriously in culture is should somebody be circumcised or not and so forth and the interesting part was and again kind of scary uh 
you find out that it really does matter to women. I think every single answer you had, it did matter. The only times it was different is when they when they uh, didn't really understand exactly what you were asking. Yeah, they get confused. Yeah, it's actually that's actually my most popular question, and we've done maybe five or six part series on that. And I've got a lot of guys up in arms from around the world. So really upset by these American girls' answers. The truth hurts sometimes. I mean, it just is the truth. Whether it's right or wrong isn't what you're addressing. This is just how people no, really the, think. The truth, yeah. And I've actually got guys commenting saying that they're in their 30s and they're considering getting circumcised after watching my show. Really? I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing, like, but it just shows like, the, power of, the power of influence. Another thing I love about the show's I saw something like this oh, a couple of decades ago when HBO had this thing called Taxi Confessions, and everybody seemed to like it. Yeah. I like this better because this is something, you know, it's almost like a fun little game, perfect for the for the phone, right? Because you can do five minutes, you end up, you think you're going to look at one or two, you end up spending a half hour of this stuff because it's just so interesting. And like you said, it's short and sweet, so you end up kind of binge-watching. Well, when you were just de- determining how to put this together, and I thought about that, I wanted to ask you, did you kind of think in the 21st century, and I think there's no question in our society now, people want it short and fast. I mean, they've, they've, they've made jokes about that where the best show is like five minutes and so forth. But was that part of your th- thought process, too, is that I got to keep this thing concise? Yeah, it's been, it's been a learning curve. And the, the more I shoot it, the more I've refined it and made it uh, watchable. And, and like, as you've seen, like the first five seconds, I put like the best part of the episode in there as a teaser just to try to catch her attention. So whether it being the cheekiest answer, the most outrageous answer, and then I put that as a teaser, and then I kind of cut back to the whole show. But I'm just trying to work out the right length right now. Because no matter how long the show is, we get about 50% retention. Whether that being a two-minute or a 12-minute episode, we get about 50% retention. Well, it's fun. And, you know, you, you do some of these uh, interviews, and there's other people out there, and it just seems like everybody's having a good time, too, which which is, which is makes it relaxing to the viewer. You know, the, the, there's just that kind of fun feel where you feel like you're a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, like, I thought people would maybe look down at me for doing this or, like, people I respect or people I look up to. And uh, the more, the higher the person I look up to, the more they're actually behind the channel and supporting what I do, which is really nice to know that people aren't. Everybody likes it. Everybody likes it. Cheeky is probably the best way to describe it because it, the actual product fits the title. Yeah, and that's really my – if you have described my personality, I've got like that cheeky Australian personality. Yeah. It just ties in really well together. You know, you say Australian, then you got that nice Australian accent. Do you find when you go out and talk to people that – because I know people just seem to – they're drawn to that accent. Yeah, it's – for some reason, Americans love Australian accents, especially the females. Kind of like, yeah, every single day I probably get a comment on my accent. It's really nice. I like being unique. <laughs> well, I think people are going to love it. It's called the Cheeky Truth. I know you've got some plans for the future, though, as well. You want to take it beyond Las Vegas at some point, right, and start going to different places. How do you see this like, in your mind, you know, as you start being the visionary? Where would you like to see this in five or ten years? Uh, to start off with, I'd like to travel the world because, kind of like you said, different people got different answers from different countries on certain subjects. So I'd love to do a shoot it from back home in Australia. I'd love to be in London. I'd love to be actually shooting the show, being overseas and walking up to an English girl or a Australian girl. But then eventually I would actually like to have my own host in different countries all feeding back under the Cheeky Truth brand or umbrella. I so like it. We posted five times a week. We had a Australian episode. We had an English episode. We had an American episode. 
it's a potential is huge. I think it is too, and I think you were smart coming to a place like Vegas where there's so many different cultures there. There's a, there's a certain freedom. I think it, it must It's a melting pot, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it must be good because when people come there, you know, it goes back to that old advertising thing of what's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. People just – this is a place they feel comfortable to kind of let loose, which is perfect for what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the only place in the world where you get so many people from so many different countries different nationalities, different religions, different race, with a whole bunch of different answers on this stuff. And then they take the link or the video back to them, back to Germany, back to Japan, back to Australia, and they share it with their friends and family back home. So it also allows us to get out there a lot more than, uh, say, another channel one. Back with more from Brendan Stone Street of The Cheeky Truth in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. So you met someone who sets you back on your heels. Goody, goody, you met someone and now you know how it feels. Goody, goody, you gave him your heart too, just as I gave mine to you. What are you dragging, a tank? Ah, how do you do? Hey, you lie awake just singing the blues all night. Goody, goody, you think that love's a barrel of dynamite. Hooray and hallelujah. You had it coming to ya. Goody, goody for him. Goody, goody for me. The action is hot. The atmosphere cool. And the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms. 70 lanes of bowling. An 18-screen movie theater. 8,000-seat arena. Fabulous dining. Virtual reality. A giant race and sports book. And the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Two blocks west of the Strip. Minutes from the airport. With rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you know anyone suffering from pain? Get pain-relieving thermoskin braces and TENS therapy at little to no cost with private and Medicare insurance. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. 800-256-1143. Use reference code NCR9715. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. Use reference code NCR9715. Two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there, and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. 
SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. There is a special value in watching films depicting life in foreign lands, especially in those lands with which we could come into conflict. For example, A Separation tells of a family being torn apart by the very human struggle with priorities. What's best for their daughter? What's best for an aging father? How to meet the obligations of long-established societal principles? The story soon spins out of control, involving the legal system of an unfamiliar government, the central role of religion in a strict Islamic culture, and the pressures brought to bear by differences in economic class. A separation is set in Iran. It was released at a time when tensions between Iran and the rest of the world are heightened, and powerful forces are drawing lines in the sand. Opposing sides may justify positions, but those who seek to demonize the enemy should watch this film. Underneath heated headlines and posturing governments are simple people struggling to live their lives, to do the best they can, to survive. The conflicts, economic woes, and the need to care for the ones we love are universal. A separation is a great example of the power of film to remind us of the humanity we all share. Indie Film Minute. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Brandon Stone Street, the mastermind behind The Cheeky Truth, which you can watch on YouTube. Warning, though, this is not for kids or folks that get easily offended. One more thing before you go, and we're going to tell people how to how to make sure they find it, although it's easy. It's cheeky truth. You go on YouTube. It's that simple. But uh, I do want to ask you, you've also got a company called Cheeky Showgirl, and you do have showgirls in this thing as well. What's this all about? What, explain what that is, and what do you do with that company? Uh, so I actually make showgirl costumes. So I actually make showgirl costumes, and I have girls. All the pretty girls you see in the Las Vegas Strip, you think the photos are the tourists. Yeah. Um, so I make the costumes. We have girls working for us. And then we're incorporating the showgirls into the show. Uh, eventually, we're looking to have a showgirl host because I think that's very iconic. I think that would be very good 
you go to Vegas street interview show with a showgirl host running the show. I feel like that would be just really cool. Yeah, it is. Well, and that's like for, former Mayor Oscar Goodman used to always have, or still does, I guess, whenever he makes an appearance, always has showgirls with him. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. it's yeah. iconic with Las Vegas. And this show is going to be very big eventually. So if it gets millions of views, which I know it will, and the showgirls are host, it gets the costumes out there, it gets the company out there, it's brand awareness. It just, it just fits you well together. Absolutely, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Folks, you got to see it. It's called The Cheeky Truth. It's as simple as going to YouTube. How, how many videos do you have on there right now, Brendan? Uh, we're up to about 160 in about six months. So, yeah, we've, we've been working pretty hard. Well, that's great. You keep making them because people are going to want more. They're going to go through them all. They're going to say, well, you know, we need some more. So, <laughs> Yeah, and people are requesting certain questions now. People give me ideas, and some of the ideas are really good. So that's exciting. Have you had any come in where you say, like, you know, interesting, but it's a little beyond cheeky? Have you had any of that stuff? If you're shorter than a girl, basically, it doesn't matter what you've got going for you. You haven't got a chance. Yeah, that's as a shorter person, i got to tell you, that's a, that's a depressing thing I can, I can yeah, say it's true. <laughs> if you're good looking and money and you drive a Ferrari, but you're shorter than a girl, you're still not going to get her. One of those undisputable truths that just kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I'm tall and... Uh, very good. Well, yeah, right. That you, you got an advantage going in. Brendan, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again. We love uh, the cheeky truth. So thank you. Thank you so much. Today's Vegas Art Minute with Brett Maley focuses on art for the history buff. Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Everybody falls in love somehow. You know, for people that love history, they can really learn a lot digging deeper into art, right? Because no matter what period of time you're interested and so forth, there are things out there that could be just a a great addition to anybody's uh, collections. Well, the history, I think, is what, you know, makes art fascinating, really. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a pretty picture, but to know where that came from and, oh, gee, that was, from, that was in this museum or the, it was housed in this person's collection. You know, a lot of people don't remember or realize that the Mona Lisa, long before it was in the Louvre, was actually hanging on the wall in Napoleon's bathroom. You know, and I, I just found that fascinating. And there's things with art, you know, and of course the the techniques that the artist incorporate into their works. Once you learn more about them, uh, is fascinating as well. And and just uh, again, uh, you know, the the history of it all. Just uh, I, there's whatever taste you have or whatever era you're into. There's something out there for you in art. Don't forget to visit Art Encounter on your next visit to Las Vegas. You'll see contemporary artists, old and modern masters. You'll learn all about custom framing and Brett's specialty art appraisal. You can do all of that on your next visit. Please go to artencounter.com. That's artencounter.com. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of vitalvegas.com. You know, a place that started with a lot of promise, and I guess it still has a lot of promise, because according to what you're writing, they're putting a lot of money into it, is the Palms. You know, I mean, there was a lot of talk. I remember when it first started, is like the Rio on the other side of the strip, you know, across the highway. But what do you think? I mean, it looks like they got a lot of things on the docket planned. 
they are investing a huge amount of money in trying to bring back that former glory of, of uh, the Palms. They are doing multiple restaurants. They're doing nightlife venue. They're doing lounge. It's it Really, they're revamping everything. They're revamping the, even the movie theater, which is, has nothing to do with a casino. They're, they're doing a major overhaul. Uh, it's a little awkward now because there's so many things that are closed. They've got like a temporary restaurant. They just opened a new buffet. I've heard very good things about that. And there's going to be new th- offerings coming online in the in the weeks and months to come, including a replacement for their nightclub, a, a big, big, beautiful kind of center bar in the casino. And it's a huge investment. There are some questions about whether they can ever reap the, you know, get this return on their investment and reap the rewards of their investment. But I say I like it. I like new things. I like when a resort goes, look, we know we're past our prime. What are we going to do? We're either going to kind of half-ass it or we're going to, you know, go in whole hog and just invest a ton of money to bring it back up to what we think it can be, what it was before. Because at one time, the Palms was the thing. It was where everybody went, all the celebrities went. Just over time, that kind of faded. They're going to give it a go. No, and, and it's funny you say that because I was thinking in my head, you know, Hugh Hefner bringing the two girls from that TV show he had, and they filmed it up there. Uh, you know, you had like the you mentioned the basketball NBA guys hanging out there, all that kind of. Is it going to be the same thing, or are they trying to take a little different spin? In other words, that was aimed at really at the millennial young people and so forth. Still going to be the target? I think it has to be a mix. Uh, the Palms really has a wide appeal to locals. Uh, it is considered kind of a locals casino. I don't think they're they would be smart to change directions entirely because they have a kind of loyal following there. But the yeah, at back in the day it was the real world. Like that was the thing that really helped them take off. And I I don't think there's anything akin to that, but they're definitely going to want to try a night do a nightclub that's trendy. They're going to want to do a lounge that's trendy. They're they're going to try and bring some of that stuff back. They're collaborating with a company called Click hospitality that did a lounge in the cosmopolitan and several restaurants around town and i think they're they're just looking to mix it up and they're making a substantial financial investment to do that make sure to check out scott's blog vitalvegas.com every day for updates on the ever-changing news of las vegas thanks for listening next week part two of our conversation with las vegas mayor carolyn goodman have a great weekend this is stephen maggie reminding you Vegas never sleeps. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! Albert, love the building. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.